Welcome, welcome to Freaked Out with your co-hosts, Liz and Landon. What's up, everybody? Today, we are covering the episode of Selena Mays. I never heard of this case until I had started working on it, and I couldn't believe what I heard right off the hop. Me either. Selena was 12 years old and nine months pregnant. Yeah, I mean, I was a teenage mom as well. I gave birth to my daughter when I was about 19, but I can only imagine being 12 years old and pregnant. The amount of emotion and distress your body goes through and you're not mentally capable of being able to take care of a child at 18, 19, let alone 12. When you haven't even hit high school yet, it's just crazy to me. I don't think you're ready to even take care of yourself, let alone a child at 12. I'm ready to dive into this case. It's got my attention in a big way, so I'm glad we are covering it today. This case took place in Willingsboro, New Jersey. Selena lived with her father and a few other family members in a home. On December 15, 1996, the family had gone to church, and this day was very normal. Like any other day, they came back from the service and had a bowl of ice cream. At approximately 11 p.m. that evening, Selena got up, put her bowl of ice cream in the sink, told her family members that she was going to bed, and she told her cousin, thanks for everything, and headed to bed for the night. The next morning, Selena's four-year-old sister was told to go upstairs and get Selena up for the day. Her little sister went upstairs, and she was nowhere to be found. And it had seemed as though pillows were placed under the blanket to make it look as though she was under it sleeping. Everything of hers was left behind. Nothing had seemed to be out of the ordinary. Her purse was also left behind, and so was her CD player. She also left her prenatal vitamins. She had left items behind that were considered to be value to her, and she was only two weeks away from her delivery date. Now, before we get into the story in a bigger way, I want to talk about her history a little bit more so we can get a clear picture of who Selena was. That is a good idea. She was born May 28, 1984. Her father's name was C.J. Mays, and her mother's name was Lynn Vitale. Sadly, she did not come into this world on a good note. Her dad was a musician at the time, was severely on drugs, and from the sounds of it, her mother was an exotic dancer. She also had her own issues with drug addiction as well. And with that being said, the two of them were very toxic for each other. And I mean, it makes sense. They were both addicted to drugs, also had to make money. But it looks like they were running into major issues. There were claims that CJ was very violent towards Lynn at the time, and they were living in Florida, and they wanted to move to New Jersey when Selena was only two years old. Well, when she got to the age of six years old, the couple decided to split for good. Selena's mom was able to beat her addiction, and she ended up getting a job as a custodian in a school. She was happy, and she was able to find you know, a job to provide a better life for her and her daughter. Sadly, in 1994, Lynn ended up dying from a brain aneurysm. It's just a tough one. All of these things are going on just in the first 10 years of her life. Right. Selena's life then changed yet again, and the two of them had a very beautiful relationship, and they were inseparable. And of course, it's going to be something incredibly difficult for her to deal with. Lynn did not enjoy her daughter seeing her father, even though CJ had cleaned up his act with his drugs. Apparently, he had found faith, and it led him to sobriety, but she was still extremely weary of this man. There was something very strange about his religion, and Lynn's feelings on it were that something was off with it, too. After Lynn had passed on, Lynn's family had fought very long 
and hard for the custody battle to obtain Selena, but sadly the father ended up winning. The family was fighting and indicating that he was extremely violent and his history with drugs and also his criminal past. She ended up moving in with her father and 12 to 15 other family members also lived in that house. And that house was a pretty big house, but it was a house for about five kids max. There's also another shady person in this situation, which is CJ's sister, Sarita Smith. We will be talking about her as well, but I did want to mention her too. Why do I have a feeling that this religion is just a huge, significant connection to this case? (laughs) Your guess is 100% accurate. Sarita is actually a pastor at the church that they all flocked to. The name of the church was called Gospel of Christ Ministries Incorporated. She was also the founder as well. And from what I'm reading, she originally started off at a different church, which was kind of under the subtitle of like the Pentecostal church. And she was removed from it because they had a lot of complaints. Why did the other church remove the organization? Well, according to what I read on the internet, there were multiple complaints against her and her religion and her organization. So ultimately, they had enough complaints and they basically dropped her. So did they also take the rights away for her to use the name? Pretty much. I wouldn't want to associate anything connected to her either. She seems a bit batshit crazy. Well, anyways, so she ran her church and her household like a dictatorship. She would also come down very hard on people if they did not follow the rules. And shame them. She would shame them publicly. Anyways, from what I'm gathering from the church, more so it was like um, a brainwashing cult. I know that people have their own opinions on religion, but this particular religion had no qualms about trying to brainwash people loudly. And people were very concerned about it. I heard that they were suggesting for people to live in groups of 15 or more in their households to preserve money. Also, they were selling products of like pretzels and Mary Kay products as well to earn the church some money. Now, that is odd, selling makeup to gain finances at a church. Back in the 90s, not a lot of people were, you know, going to say anything about it, but that's definitely weird. I had seen somewhere that the reason that they sold the makeup products was because Sarita was able to get her hands on the products very easily. So they were with Mary Kay makeup products, even though that's a bit of a hierarchy potentially to earn a triangle Ponzi scheme. Yeah. Imagine making men and women in the church sell products so they can continue to come. I don't know. I find it weird. I know schools like to make extra cash for kids for selling chocolates and stuff, but that's a whole new level of odd definitely so there were two mothers that came and trespassed on the property to check on their daughters because they were scared that they were being brainwashed and here comes the very crazy side of it any and all children that are associated with this church need to be schooled by the church and the church alone well getting back to selena the police had started their own investigation right away They thought that perhaps she had run away, so they contacted her mother's side of the family to see if anyone had seen her. They were trying to pinpoint who the father of Selena's baby was as well, because according to the family, she had not revealed that information. There was only a small piece of information where she shared with her OBGYN that the father was a 16-year-old boy and was her boyfriend and also not a member of the church. 
I know that people like to indicate things like that, but I find it strange that she shared these details with the OBGYN because she's not really allowed to have any sort of association with anyone outside of her church because it's considered, you know, a sin. And she was also considered a child. Yeah, something just isn't right. According to the family, specifically her father, CJ, indicated that everyone had made threats to her that they were going to go and get a DNA test of this child after it was born to find out who the father was. And according to the rest of the family, she was scared of that. They started to look into the family and according to sources on the Internet that indicated that CJ had gotten himself a vasectomy before his daughter got pregnant. So at least we can rule out dad for now. I believe that it's not dad either, so we'll just put that out there. The police moved on to Sean Smith, who happened to be Selena's cousin. First cousin, might I add, and he obviously denied it. He obviously denied knowing anything about her disappearance as well. Now, the reason they were concerned about this guy was because he assaulted two young females from the church. So that's why they most likely wanted to pursue him heavily. This guy now has seven children by four different women. Definitely a child predator. Now here comes the aunt again. Now she decided to tell everyone that Selena had met a boy in New Jersey who was at a skating rink and that was the one who was the father potentially. And when she got pregnant at 11 years old, the family refused to get her an abortion. They thought, hey, why not have a child at 12 years old? Sadly, she was broken down harder and harder as time progressed. And she also had another brother who was a half-brother, by the way, on the mom's side of the family, who would call her and ask her to give him signs and, you know, give him some indication that she was in distress. He had a very difficult time speaking to her or having some sort of relationship with her, let alone anything else. He knew that this wasn't going to get any better anytime soon. The church was very uncooperative with the search for her. Which does not surprise me in any way, but according to sources, they tried to get a warrant to search the house to see where she was, but the family rejected it, and it was denied. It was denied because they wanted the family to be treated as victims and not suspects. (laughs) Which is such bullshit. Like, automatically 15 people in a house? That's pretty suspicious to me. But anyway... Things keep getting crazier and crazier with this story, but it looks like there's a large inheritance from Selena's based on her mother's death, and it looks like CJ also wanted that. So by the way, guys, Selena's aunt on her mother's side was trying her hardest to have a relationship with her niece, and she would send her presents, and then she would get no response back. She would call, and they would never get to speak to each other on the phone, and she didn't even know that Selena was pregnant until the police had gotten in touch with her in relation to her disappearance. And a couple of weeks after Selena disappeared, Sarita would come to her church and basically said that Selena was lying the whole time and she put bad juju out there into the world. Like, can you imagine? I mean, all right, well, now they even had psychics involved in this particular case, indicating that they took a psychic to her home, and she claimed that Selena and the baby were dead, but nothing else came of that. All right, we're going to break this down, and I'm going to tell everybody what happened here, and this might be a bit on the longer side, but it needs to come out. All right, do you feel as though that Selena and her daughter have died? It's interesting that you said daughter, because I also feel daughter. But anyways, I'm going to be completely honest here. I feel like Selena definitely did pass. 
I do not feel like her baby passed at all. In fact, I see Selena has yet to cross over because she's with her daughter. I also feel her mother is there as well, who has also yet to cross over because she's with her daughter and her granddaughter. And that is their main focus. Does the pregnancy have anything to do with her disappearance? It absolutely does have everything to do with her disappearance. Now, I wasn't able to find any particulars on the internet about the man that I was feeling, but he was definitely much older than Selena. I would say he was in his 50s. He was also a member of the church. He had a wife. I think he had five kids. In fact, a few children that were a little older than Selena herself. Now, this man was also someone who was like a sidekick to Sarita. He helped her in every endeavor. He would help with money. He would bring her things. He was just very much about funding the church as much as he could. But he also got perks alongside of that. He basically had his hand in the pot surrounding the education with these children. He was indeed the biggest child predator in this place. And he had access to multiple children at the same time and alone. By the way, CJ, the father, has also passed on from the sounds of it. He thought that she ran away from home, according to him. He said that she was a grown woman and she knows what she wants in life and wants to be away from the family. She should be able to do that and then just be happy. Which is so weird. Then why did you fight the family so hard to obtain custody of her? Yeah, okay, sir. Sounds like you're trying to cover something up. But anyways, this church protected each one of their members, not only all of the people that had a significant role in this case, but also everybody failed her. Anyways, I feel as though there are many victims out there that are also and have been molested and raped by this individual and other individuals that were part of the church. I honestly feel like there's like 20 to 25 different victims minimally, obviously most females. And from what I can see, this man had helped teach the kids the word of the gospel. And he would give attention to these kids in private and you can imagine what would happen. So was Selena one of those kids? She was, and there were benefits and prizes and potentially things to get away from her family at times. She didn't feel any sort of concern or harm while hanging out with her friends and also hanging out with this particular teacher. And I'm going to call him Mike for the purpose of this episode. Mike would approach her like any other pedophile, slowly, you know, share with her, give her compliments. And she was definitely somebody he kept an eye on and at times proceeded forward. He ended up taking her out places during, you know, church times, and he manipulated her into having a sexual relationship. She had no idea what was going on, of course, but he raped her over and over and over again, and she went into it because she got some benefits out of it. She'd get to be at home without anyone around. She wouldn't have to suffer the abuse that her father and her aunt and her siblings and her other family members would put her through. And these other members of the church as well were also very abusive, but I don't feel like they had a significant role in her disappearance. The ones I'm connected to are Sarita. According to sources, she decided to hide her pregnancy from her family for approximately four months. Is there any truth to that? 
First of all, she had no idea she was even pregnant or how it even managed to happen because she didn't know anything. I mean, she knew some things, but she didn't understand what was going on. In fact, all she really knew was that she was tired and extra hungry. She shows me it took her almost to a point of being three and a half months pregnant before she even found out. At this point, I feel like she ended up going to a doctor because she hadn't gotten her period and something along those lines were concerning. She might have had cramps too. I also feel like these members of the church took her to the doctor and it was just a weird situation. Oh, and the doctor that was taking care of her did not just, you know, decide to question the situation. I'm going to say that the doctor they went to was also an affiliation to the church. And I think it's a guy and he didn't really have any concerns too much either. All right, well, this is just sickening and twisted. So this child just had no assistance in any capacity in this situation. Sadly, no, and it gets worse and worse from here. From what I'm being told, they announced her pregnancy in the church soon after. Made it seem like it was a joyous occasion, of course, and this was when the father found out. Well, of course, since he was the only one that was having sex with her at this point. He definitely was, but he also accused her of sleeping with other men because he could not have any more children. I believe he was trying to get his wife pregnant a few years earlier and they just assumed that he couldn't, but I think it was the wife who was struggling with fertility issues at the time. Well, Selena must have been very confused. Oh, so confused and so scared. She also wanted to point out that her cousin, the one we were communicating about earlier, he was also a predator and he did sexualize her and he did molest her and he did touch her inappropriately, but he never, ever crossed the boundary of intercourse, thankfully. So it never got to that point with him. But as soon as she had gotten pregnant, he pulled away completely and nobody wanted to have any sort of responsibility towards her pregnancy. So how did Selena handle all of this? She felt so incredibly alone. She did have a female cousin that she had a good relationship with, and I believe another young female as well, but maybe it was somebody she went to school with and slash church, but they didn't really get the opportunity to talk much. I do feel like this female did feel some distress about her church situation as well, but everyone kept everything hush-hush. Did this Mike character have any fear about the baby coming out in them indicating that it was his child? Ironically enough, I feel like Sarita and CJ both knew that this was the father. Now, I don't feel like they were going to do anything DNA related, but they wanted her to open up about it. And they were trying to manipulate her and control her and see if she'd ever come forward. And of course, she didn't because she was super scared. So they kept pressing her and trying to scare her. I do feel like she was scared to death. And she did hear through the grapevine that they were going to take care of her. She never understood what that meant until the night she disappeared. All right. Well, let's go back to that date. What took place? Well, this obviously was all set up. They wanted to make it seem like she disappeared ran away but in reality that date that everyone indicated she was having ice cream wasn't necessarily the same day that she disappeared i don't know seems like there was some sort of brainwashing in there as well it looks as though the guy that fathered the child mike and sarita and cj and a few other people from the church all decided you know they were like the elders i guess that she should be taken out because she knows some things and they were afraid she was going to speak on them. I do believe that she did give a little information to the one 
classmate. And for whatever reason, this poor kid ended up telling her parents, well scared everyone else was going to, you know, open up about who the father was. The church got really freaked, so Sarita decided to take care of the whole thing. She got Selena placed in some sort of home while she was preparing to give birth. This baby was almost like a sacrifice, and I feel like there was a weird ritual, and she was tied down to her bed, and I feel like the baby was born around the time she was kidnapped because, again, all the stress that came through, I'd say she was only locked up for a few days before the baby came. And I do see that Sarita was the one who guided her out of the home and told her that she had a surprise for her and the baby. And I feel like there was something Selena was looking forward to. And of course, she was happy. So she'd followed with no dismay. So where did she take her? Again, that damn doctor that is associated with these disgusting, despicable people. He induced her pregnancy, I believe, because the contractions were causing her a lot of pain but something was going on but then again she was only 12 years old so her body wasn't really ready for any of this she was also already fairly ready to pop anyway and from what i can see she might have mentioned previously that she had gotten kidnapped and as i mentioned previously because she was kidnapped she started having active contractions they gave her pitocin medication to jumpstart her delivery and i see she gave birth to a beautiful baby Now, here's where it breaks the hell out of my heart. She didn't get to hold her daughter. They took the baby from her instantly. I can see that she was having major complications after birth. She was bleeding and it was not stopping. And honestly, I think they really like screwed her insides up because they just wanted to get the baby out and didn't care about what happened to her. I see that they did not sew her up. They just took the baby away and left her there to die by herself. She keeps showing me she was shackled to the bed. She had shackles on her legs and her arms, and they had to remove one hand for birthing purposes, but that was about it. And the baby just vanished into thin air. So where did this baby go? From what Selena told me, the baby was placed up for adoption. The baby was placed with a couple who were trying to have a baby for years. There was an agreement with the church, though, and it looks as though the church had informed this couple that although they were great members of the church, they needed to disappear and they need to find a new place to live and she would provide them with a baby and they just had to pay a big fee. So that is exactly what happened. They took the child far, far away. The good news is these people really did have no idea where this child came from. I also feel like they weren't necessarily bad people. I do feel as though they left the church indefinitely and had seen all the crazy toxic things going on. So they were pretty excited about getting away. Nobody gets a pass to get out of there easily. They did for a brief moment speculate that this child was in fact Selena's baby, but they were too scared for this child's life or to be taken away from them, so they kept it hush-hush. Wow, this is such a crazy case. No kidding. Now, because this child was not born within the church and their brainwashing schemes, this kid managed to have actually like a pretty peaceful life. They were able to grow up with financial needs met. They were able to ride a bike. They could go to normal school. They had a life that Selena deserved, and Selena is not unhappy with the parents that her daughters have. She also shows me that her daughter has no idea that she was adopted, let alone Selena's daughter. So the couple that had adopted this child, are they still alive? 
I feel like the adoptive mother is definitely still alive. Potentially, the adoptive father may have passed away at this point. I also feel like this child has children of their own, and they have a family of their own. They are living their life away from the family, completely in a state of unknown. With that being said, there are some confusion surrounding DNA, and I feel like Selena's daughter had questioned a few things over the years because she did always feel like something was off. Seems like she's a pretty smart kid. And from what Selena shows me, her and her mother are both with her every single day. And they don't want to disrupt her life in any way. They think that she grew up with good people and she has a happy family. So what happened to Selena? Like I said before, she had very major complications surrounding her delivery. And it could have been fixed easily if she had been placed in a proper facility. But they didn't want to fix it. They wanted her to die and bleed out. It was like her punishment. They didn't want her anymore. She had become too much of a problem and they were concerned that she would blow the whistle because she had made a few scenes during her pregnancy and they were trying to protect themselves. Selena really had no chance in her life to even have a happy life or a healthy life or anyone even help her. She didn't. She didn't even want to tell me what they did to her body or how they disposed of it. She just wants her story to be told without giving all the details because she wants everyone to know that although she died and she did want to be with her daughter, of course, but she doesn't have any regret about it because that kid would have grown up in the same household as her and she was definitely scared about it. She's happy to be with her mom, though. She shows me that all these people, including her father and her aunts and a few other members of her family, were all sick individuals and they've all gone to bad places and they've never gotten the opportunity to be with her or bother her or her mother for that matter. She also shows me that she was not the only child that got pregnant and killed. She says that there was another girl as well, and this one was hidden even better. It looks as though her identity never came forward because she was born in the church, so she never received an official birth certificate, and she was raped multiple times and also had children of her own. I feel like they had this little baby-making factory in the church with within its limits as well. And they would get money for selling these kids. So, Jesus. So did the adoptive parents have to pay a fee as well? Oh, yeah. A large fee. It was like $100,000. But back then, that was a lot of money. It's still a lot of money. So this story definitely takes some very interesting turns. If you guys have any sort of cult-like religions that you may have any sort of association with or know about, keep your eyes peeled for any child predators because child predators like to hide within the church walls. Not to say that all religions are like this, but there are definitely a few, and some even have members of the church that try to get even closer to children. So be careful. She wants everyone to know she's doing well, and although she was scared at the time of her death, she shows me she would have rather died early than suffer even one more day living in that nightmare. She also wants to point out that her cousin raped multiple cousins of hers, and he also hurt his current children as well, maybe even grandkids. Wow. Well, thank you so much for all this information. We do appreciate your time today, guys, listening to us and coming every single week to listen to our episodes. So make sure to come back next week for Jasmine Fiore. Until next time, guys, stay freaked out.